The reading is paraphrased from Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 to 23, from the message. My counsel for you is simple and straightforward. Just go ahead with what you've been given. You received Christ Jesus the Master, now live him. You're deeply rooted in him. You're well constructed upon him. You know your way around the faith. Now do what you've been taught. School's out. Quit studying the subject and start living it. And let your living spill over into thanksgiving. Watch out for people who try to dazzle you with big words and intellectual double talk. Everything of God gets expressed in him so you can see and hear him clearly. You don't need a telescope, a microscope or a horoscope to realise the fullness of Christ and the emptiness of the universe without him. When you come to him, that fullness comes together for you too. His power extends over everything. Enter into this fullness is not something you figure out or achieve. It's not a matter of being circumcised or keeping a long list of laws. No, you're already in. If it's an initiation ritual you're after, you've already been through it by submitting to baptism. Going under the water was a burial of your old life. Coming up out of it was a resurrection. God raising you from the dead as he did Christ. When you were stuck in your old sin-dead life, you were incapable of responding to God. God brought you alive right along with Christ. Think of it. Don't tolerate people who try to run your life, ordering you to bow and scrape, insisting that you join their obsession with angels and you seek out visions. They're a lot of hot air. That's all they are. They're completely out of touch with the source of life, Christ, who puts us together in one piece, whose very breath and blood flow through us. He is the head and we are the body. We can grow up healthy in God only as he nourishes us. So then, if with Christ you put all that pretentious and infantile religion behind you, why do you let yourselves be bullied by it? Don't touch this, don't taste that, don't go near this. Do you think these things that are here today and gone tomorrow are worth that kind of attention? Such things sound impressive, if said in a deep enough voice. They even give the illusion of being pious and humble and ascetic, but they're just another way of showing off, making yourselves look important. This is the word of the Lord. This is your question for this morning. Do we know who we really are in the sense of what gets us excited? What's inside? What belief structure do we have? What's worth standing up for? What makes us alive? Who are you? One thing I I found extraordinary is how some people define themselves by other people. People take pictures with a group of friends and use it as their profile picture. Are they frightened about being themselves? Sometimes on Facebook you'll see pictures of giraffe or just completely random images. What are they frightened of? Why are they defining themselves by someone else or something else? I know it's a bit of fun, but 
Do you get the point? Perhaps we're actually defined by what we do. Very often people say, you know, you go to a, a drinks party or you just meet people in the street and they say, so, tell me, what do you do? Does that define who I am? Well, let's find out. Let's have the next one. Okay, so who is that? Diver, close, Ollie. It's actually quite the opposite of water. Fire. Yeah, that's a fireman's breathing apparatus. Okay, what about the next one? American footballer? Yep, absolutely. And the next one? Yeah, we've just cut out half the congregation now. And that will be the younger ones because this is so old now. Who is that? Luke Skywalker. Absolutely. And what was he? He was a pilot. Yeah, no, I mean, we've got to get a bit more accurate than that. He's an X-wing pilot. Perhaps sometimes it's the position that we hold which is important. Maybe that's what defines us. Let's have a look at the next one. Does that define them, those men and women? They're all bishops, actually. Is that what defines them, or are they actually men and women, just like you and me? I think these last, this last picture is probably their defining moment, so let's find out. Okay, so any ideas? Who are they? They had fame for 15 minutes. Some of you will know. There, it's behind me. Thank you, Liz. It is indeed the Jamaican bobsleigh team. I'm not quite sure where they train, but it is the Jamaican bobsleigh team. And I'm going to leave that one up there for a moment. Because there are all sorts of ways that we define ourselves. That when we do meet the people in the street, that's how they know us. But is that really who we are? Because it's not really what we are, or what we do, or the position that we hold, that makes us who we are. And in our passage, we read, uh, I, I love the language of the message, all that pretentious and infantile religion, why do you let yourselves be bullied by it? Do this, don't do that, do some of the other. All the rules and the regulations of the time that were determining how thou shalt be good and how God would accept you if you followed the rules. And Jesus was saying, none of it. No, no, no. You've got the wrong end of the stick completely. So we, uh, in this passage, we get asked a question. Do you think things that are here today and gone tomorrow are worth that kind of attention? Do you really think the rules are so important that that is what you build your life upon. They're just another way of showing yourself off, making yourself look important. Entering into the fullness, it says, is not something you figure out or achieve. It's not, actually, forgive me, Huxley, it's not even about being baptised. Because baptism is nothing but a symbol. Isn't that right? Are you... Now, a God-fearing Christian, you'll never do anything else wrong in your whole life. Or has he already done something <laughs> wrong? That's quite possible. That is quite possible. That is not who we are. We get asked a question for a reason. Because it's what's inside that really makes us who we are. 
Our actions, our words, our thoughts define how we interact with the world and with the people around us. We are what we are inside. Because when we bump into people, it's like if I had that bowl full of water and I bumped into somebody, the water would come out. And it's the same with us. It's what comes out when we bump into people. That's who we are. It was great washing Huxley clean. It was a really special moment for me as well as Huxley, I hope. It meant a lot because it is the love of God cleansing a child, making a symbol over him that he can be made clean through the blood of Christ. But nice though that was, actually he's got the rest of his life to grow and develop. And actually it's what's inside that will come out and define him. And God loves us to the point of washing over us all of these things. Let's have the next slide, if we may. But these are some of the things that God actually thinks thinks about us. We're loved by Jesus. We're bought with a price. We're accepted, forgiven, we're delivered, we're chosen, we're redeemed, we're sanctified. We are blessed. We are loved by God Almighty. I know who I am. We know who we are because we know we are loved by God. When Huxley gets home, his trousers will now be filthy. (laughs) Believe you me. And Claire will have to wash them. Or Oliver in this age of sex equality, obviously. We will wash his trousers and they will come out clean. And that is exactly what Jesus Christ is doing for us every day. We mess up, we go to him, and he cleans us, and presents us back to the world as this new person. So, going back to my torch, (laughs) you're determined, it looked great, it was full of potential, But what it needed was some power from inside because it's what's inside that comes out. So if I put Christ in my torch, you will be able to see the results because it is the power, and it is on, it is the power of Christ within that shines through us. What about that last slide? Where do we go from here? Who holds your future, Huxley? I don't know what your future holds, but I know who holds the future for you, and that is Jesus Christ. We are children of God, you and me. We're loved by God, we're made whole by God, so let us live for God. We come alive in Christ alone. Let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, we thank you the fact that you hold our future. We pray that you may watch over us, you may protect us, you may share with us your love day by day, that when we grow, when we live, we may live for you because we're alive 
in Christ. Amen.